0: What's going on? And welcome to the Mike Janela Show. I'm your host, Mike. Obviously, this is my 77th podcast episode. Hopefully, won't be my last. And this week, it's beautiful. You might hear the birds chirping, the leaves rustling outside. Spring is here. I got the windows open as I'm recording. And of course, as the weather gets nicer, that means we get to spend more time inside movie theaters checking out all the blockbusters, including this week when Solo, A Star Wars Story... Hits theaters, Star Wars back in our lives again. For that, I knew I had to call up one person that I've known now for a few years. Her name is Jen Markham. She is, as we'll explain shortly, a Star Wars costumer. Now, when you think about Star Wars uh, and people that dress up at Star Wars, you probably think... I'm going to grab a Darth Vader costume from Party City for Halloween, like 50 bucks. Or I'm going to dress up as Princess Leia in the metal bikini and take some thirsty Instagram pictures. Don't get it twisted. This is how we start every show with don't get it twisted. Well, don't get this twisted. It's not that at all. Uh, Jen is part of this community that is global. And it's people who actually go out and make or buy or produce legit like, Hollywood-grade costumes from Star Wars. They will find the actual material that the real movies used for people in those films and then do them themselves. And they do it for fun. They go to events. If you go to, like, a Yankee game or a Laker game and they have Star Wars night and they have all these people in incredibly realistic costumes, it's people like Jen who go to these events and go to libraries and schools and Comic-Cons and stuff all across the country... Just having fun, taking pictures, and doing their thing, which I am absolutely a huge proponent of. So I uh, talked to Jen about how that life is, and we talk solo. We talked the movie as well, uh, if Star Wars is getting to be oversaturated, if we're going to get sick of it anytime soon, and all that fun stuff. Quickly want to let you know if you're new to the show to subscribe, download, like it, or on iTunes or everywhere else that you'd be listening to this podcast right now also follow me on all social media i'm at mike janella and jen will give you her uh, instagram handle here in just a sec so without further ado off we go to a podcast far far away here she is she is the droid i'm looking for jen markham how's it going Good. How are you? I am doing very well. I'm excited. Uh, Solo's coming out this week, and I'm a big, like many people, Star Wars fan. So like I said at the top of the show, I had to call you up. I had to chat some Star Wars and, and just get excited even more for it. How are you doing?
1: I'm excited for it. You know, um, I can't believe we another Star Wars movie, like just six months after we just had a Star Wars movie. I know.
0: It's insane. So you um, have
1: to wait years, you know, to just, you know...
0: Yeah, I remember, and we'll get into this in more detail a little bit later. But I remember when um, what well, Phantom Menace came out, and it had been what like 15 years, and it was just everybody on Earth was talking about it for months at a time. And now, just boom! As soon as you're you're done with one, a new one's out and ready for you. It's it's a new world we live in. It's crazy. But first, Jen, I start uh, every show with every guest the same way, and I ask them. So I'm going to ask you. What's the best thing to happen to you in the past week? It can be anything in life. What is it? Wow.
1: Well, uh, I guess I'd have to go with Saturday was <laughs> it's gonna be Star Wars answer. Perfect. Was Star Wars Day at the at Citi Field for the New York Mets. So I was a part of that and we got to go on the field and I don't know, we took pictures of the players. It was it, you know, it was raining and it, it was but it was it was it was, it was a fun night.
0: And that's, that's, you do so much of that stuff. So I'm glad that you answered uh, that question in a thematically similar way to where I want to lead the conversation. You're a pro. You're a media professional. You know about segues and everything. So thanks for teeing me up on that. Um, let's get right into it. So now I want to be respectful of the terminology. So uh, you know, people will give your Instagram out and stuff like that. They can check out what, they, what you do. But in terms of, yeah, getting to dress up and go to these nights and events and stuff like that, is is it cosplay? Is it professional costuming? What is the proper terminology? What can I make sure to say to make sure that I'm being respectful of of that community?
1: How sweet are you? Um, I, I guess people sometimes get get their feathers ruffled about cosplay because that's like you're acting or something. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't really get into character. I just like the costumes. I like dressing up. I don't pretend I'm in the movie. <laughs> Some people do, and that's great, and I admire that. But I just. Stand there and say, "Do you want a photo?" That's true. <laughs> and yeah. also, I work hard. I'm making all my costumes too. So, um, uh, yeah, costumer. I guess is what okay, I use. So we'll but go, if you call we'll me cosplayer. Costumer. I'm not gonna be like, "No, how dare you!" <laughs> yeah. well, it's funny because so.
0: I have. You know, I've been to a fair share of my own comic cons, and I'm, I'm not a costumer in any by any capacity. But you do see the people. There is that difference between folks that sounds like you that show up just to look cool and yeah, take pictures and have fun but still be themselves and the people who think they are Luke Skywalker and, like, they method act their way through the entire weekend trying to, you know, pretend that they, that's them and use the force on you and that kind of stuff. And, and that goes for all kinds of, you know, whether it's a Marvel uh, thing or X-Men or whatever, people that just, they think they are that character. So you're, that's where you draw the line.
1: And God bless them. Yes, hey, that's mental. But I just, I don't. I, I, that's too much work, man. You know, I <laughs> my work goes into making this stuff. Then I just want to wear it and have a good time and meet other people and just smile and have fun. You know, Which that's is it.
0: a nice way to go through life, especially nowadays. Hey, there you it. go. Exactly. So, Star Wars costuming. And um, why don't you give, so people who are here early, give your Instagram handle so they can maybe check it out while they're listening to this. Because I want people to get the idea of just how intricate and how detailed and how, like, professional grade some of this stuff is that you do and wear and make. So uh, plug your stuff right now so people can have, like, a multimedia uh, tag along experience.
1: <laughs> right. Check me out. I'm at Jen underscore Markham. So it's J-E-N underscore M-A-R-K-H-A-M. A lot of people have fancy brands like Galaxy Cosplay or something like that. I I don't. It's just my Instagram account. Right. But, yeah, I, um, I mean, there's – Oh gosh, so Lucasfilm has their approved costuming groups. I'm in a couple of them, the Fabo First, I'm in the Rebel Legion. And so we do charity events when, you know, libraries have uh, Star Wars Reads Day or we visit hospitals to visit kids in sick wards, you know, where the groups that they call. So we're not professionals, it's all volunteer we're like reenactors. I mean, I know my dad did civil war reenacting when I was a kid and now it's kind of the same thing, except we dress up as plastic spacemen. So, <laughs> Robert um, E. Lee, Darth yeah. Theater, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> that's right. And so for these groups to be a member and having a an, have a quote unquote approved costume, it does have to have a certain level of accuracy. Um, so, so that's fun. It's like, it can be like a, like a puzzle to solve and you can sometimes find out what are the actual boots they used or, you know, this costume has this vintage Norwegian army range finder thing on it. And you go and find that. And I like that part of it. I like the treasure hunt of it. Um, I don't think that's necessary. I think you can still dress with stuff that you make or stuff that you buy and still have fun. I know people get really judgy about, it. is it accurate? I just relax. Do you look <laughs> like you're from the movie? Great. And if not, that's great too. I I like the accuracy stuff. I just like the hunt and the puzzle solving part of it. So,
0: so, are you like digging on eBay a lot for some seller that has a piece that's in Norway or in Korea or somewhere? Or is that yeah?
1: It? Sometimes it depends on my passion level for the costume. We can talk about Solo a little bit. There's a new stormtrooper called a mud trooper, and we're all speculating that's the armor that uh, Han Solo and Beckett and Val are disguised in. In some of the sight scenes in the trailer. So it's a darker, like a gray stormtrooper. And um, he's, or the costume is wearing a Soviet era plashaka, which is like a, a poncho that goes on it. So people are buying that. It has the same uh, Yugoslavian, like Gulf, uh, I mean, like so Gulf War era, like 1990s um, ammunition pouch that the shore troopers in Rogue One had too. So um, I actually have one of those. Mine came from the Ukraine. So, yeah, we're crazy, man. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think but, most people
0: hear, oh, Star Wars costumer, and if they just know Star Wars tangentially, I'm sure they think, oh, the, like the Princess Leia uh, metal bikini you buy at Party City for like 20 bucks on the night before Halloween. This is the complete opposite of that. Like the amount of detail and effort that goes into this, I mean, it's so intricate. It's crazy impressive.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, it's fun. It you know, it that I some people don't like that. Some people want just to buy it and go wear it and have the fun of it. I love make. I love the making, man. I love the details and staring at photos and how do they make this and where do I get that? You know, I live in New York City too, which is great because there's Manhattan Wardrobe Supply. I have the Fashion District. There's a lot of supplies to get here, which is which is a real blessing, you know, that not a lot of people have.
0: That's it's true. Fun. I would imagine, yeah, someone that's in the middle of Nebraska is probably scouring uh, Amazon or eBay for weeks to get something, and you could just walk down to Seventh Ave and pick up you know whatever you want from five different stores.
1: That's true, but also people in Nebraska have more real estate. So uh, like yeah. when I'm building armor, it's like on every inch of my counter and yeah, my I, floor, my funny. coffee table. I and I can't, ask where you. am I gonna spray paint? I don't have a garage, you know. So right. that's, there's you know what? there's downsides too. Toxic fumigation
0: is part of the game when you're doing this uh, in Manhattan, I guess. Or
1: are the cops I go outside, the cops think I'm like doing graffiti on my sidewalk. <laughs> no, I'm just spray painting. Just be a, a little mud, thing just be for my Superman. belt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> let, let, me, let me live.
0: Um, so how much... Oh, man, I had so many questions from, like, that little follow-up there. Let's start, with, um, let's start with, like, the time commitment. So you talk about how you do so much of this. You go shopping on your own. You go hunting on your own. You then make it on your own. When you're coming up with, like, a new costume, I know they're all different based on what it is, but how much time are you putting in on a weekly basis, a daily basis, crafting something maybe from scratch until you're, you're super happy with it for one of these events?
1: Hmm. Boy, I mean, it, I, I hate to say it depends, but it just depends. If it's a lot of sewing, I'm faster at sewing. If you're doing armor and stuff that needs to glue and dry, I mean, things need to cure. So you're just like sitting around waiting for literally paint to dry. Um Or you make mistakes and you have to go and buy new stuff and order new stuff and wait for it to come in. Oh, oh gosh, it can take... uh like a week or, you know, from fast. And it can take, it can take months if you kind of start and stop or waiting for parts or, or, you know, if you're making a costume from a new movie and you haven't seen the back of it, you have to wait till the movie comes out, mm. you know, or you're a lot of the research part of it is fun too. You're looking for images or for like the last Jedi last summer, there were some leaked images that we all used to, to build Ray's battle outfit. And we're all saying this is great, but I wonder who's getting fired because we shouldn't be seeing (laughs) these yet. So, (laughs) and and that's always the trick with with costumes you haven't gotten a hold of is seeing the back. I mean, you there's there's baseball baseball cards, there's collector's cards, there's movie posters but you don't know what's in the back. So the research part of it takes a long time too. just to get
0: even thought of that. Like all you're seeing in a trailer is the front or on an action figure. It's the front. That's so funny. It's the the little things that I I wouldn't have even thought of until you're into this world, which is crazy.
1: Right. But then you get great gems. Like in the rogue one trailer, they're, they're, you know, leading dinner. So handcuffed and she looks over her shoulder, but you get a beautiful shot of the back of that vest. And you're like like, money. We got it. it. So what oh my you, gosh, we're such nerds.
0: Oh, that's fun, though. It's like, if you're enjoying yourself and you're having a good time, do your thing. That's like my new motto. I don't care what you're into. Just go for it. Like, life's short. Exactly.
1: Like, listen, we could all be nuked by Iran or whatever tomorrow. So if not why, today. Yeah, so just go for it. Why not dress up like a plastic spaceman? Stuff he loved as a kid. Like life is short. I don't oh. you know, it's it just is. I
0: love it. So And um, it's
1: fun when we do events and the kids go crazy. You know, my husband, um, I have roped him into this ridiculous hobby as well, and I make him director krennic from Rogue One. And we were at the Mets game and there's like a little Jen so and she had to have his picture taken with him because like, I stole your plans, I stole your plans, like it's
0: adorable that's so cool like I imagine it's those moments that make it all worth it the weeks of spray painting and hunting and being on the subway in your full like costume that you know (laughs) having to get your metro card and your your full stormtrooper get up that's got to be all worth it in the end stuff like that
1: (laughs) I have never worn my armor on the subway no oh okay
0: all right you're you're a fancy uh costumer getting your Ubers and your cars I I see where that's going Um, what is, what is the <laughs> it, community? Cause you've mentioned, you know, you go to these nights and you've mentioned that there are certain like Lucasfilm approved, uh, groups and stuff like that. You've gotten your husband into it somewhat. I, I saw on your Instagram, congratulations, that you won the 2017 rookie of the year for the Empire City Garrison. So <laughs> congratulations. But that shows me how, like, Thanks. that shows me how like this is organized. It's not just a bunch of people that post on Facebook, like, Hey, who's going to show up on Saturday? There's gotta be some kind of methods, some sort of community, some sort of larger hierarchy. So give me, give us sort of a general overlook as much as you can of what this community is, how it exists, how all this stuff comes together.
1: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it is organized. We're in, I guess we're groups or clubs, however you want to call it, like the 501st. I think we're up to like 11,000 people worldwide. Holy shit! There's, and then the little, the local groups are called garrisons. And so our garrison is, uh, the five boroughs Long Island and the Hudson Valley here in New York. Um, and if someone wants to book an event, they go through, you can go to the website and and book us and it goes through our leadership and they post it on an internet. And we have a we have a, group forum we look at and we can see what we can sign up for. We're all volunteer. We don't get paid. Are you available? And we volunteer our time for stuff that we can make. And, and that's, you know, and that's pretty much how it is. And then in terms of the community of of the people, they're just, they're just great people. That's one of the the best things about it. I mean, I don't think I would do it if, if the people weren't great, just, and people from all walks of life, you you know, we have cops, we have dentists, we have, you know, uh, kind of workers. I mean, everybody, But we all put on, you know, armor and we, and then the thing is, I don't even know what people do for a living. I have found out years later, well, months (laughs) later, I should say, you know, it's not about that. We're just like, just fun people, just chilling and, and just making Star Wars, man. Do you guys hang out socially,
0: like outside of these events? Do you, you know, talk to a Han Solo that day and like, oh, you seem like a cool person. Let's go grab a drink. (laughs) Like, you know, after this with, with your girlfriend or whatever and hang out.
1: Sometimes. Okay, that's um, you nice. know, sometimes the events get get long and draining, and so we're all kind of going our separate ways after. But we're definitely social during the events, and we'll get together sometimes as well. Can so... you meet
0: single girls? I'm asking for a friend. Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know if we have any single girls. Um, uh,
0: well, keep me posted on that. That would um, be an
1: interesting dating site. Like, are, are are you a Leia guy? Are you a Ray guy? Like, yeah, what's your... That, that's
0: so interesting. Those, Yeah, instead of, you know, do you like dogs? Do you like travel? The same questions that all these other dating apps ask you when you sign up. <laughs> it'll be that. Are you a Leia or a Ray? Like, give us your choice. Um, that's so funny. Um, well, yeah, keep me posted on that. Although, okay. I don't know where I would keep all the stuff. Like, where do you... I mean, New York City area living, it's tough storage. So, like, I am about huge done. Your like, closet I'm this or huge... is, how does that work?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, you know, I do have a closet that's pretty much jam-packed. And I was on a good clip of making a costume almost like once a month last year. And I've really had to stop because I am totally, totally out of room.
0: I, <laughs> I, I mean, Especially I armor. To I mean, it. I have yeah, it it's got to take up so much space.
1: Yeah, as armor especially. I mean, at least costumes you can, you know, you can hang up. But, you know, Star Wars, that's a boots universe. That's not a little shoe universe. That right. is a boots universe. But so imagine
0: most so, of the stuff you can't use in your everyday life. It's kind of costume specific or event specific.
1: Yeah, not really. And even if I could, I mean, there are some boots that they wore on screen, like in Rogue One, that you can still get on Zappos. Like it's the same. I mean, these customers have to shop. The costume designers have to shop too. Mm. But even if I wanted to wear those, I I wouldn't because I wouldn't want to wear them out, or you know, step in a puddle, or ratchet, or whatever. <laughs> you know, so it just yeah, it piles up. I try to keep it super organized, but again, the people in Nebraska have a huge advantage. In that way, they've got garages,
0: but damn it, and we don't.
1: They've got garages. Yeah, I keep, I, you know, I got things compact, but I'm about, I'm about full up. So, God, so we <laughs>
0: have to make some hard decisions coming up soon: what to keep, what to get rid of, or to get some more space. Maybe a storage unit. That's that could be the next step. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we have one. We oh, have we one in on our building. Do. Oh wow. Yeah. Eesh. Well then, yeah, yeah. I'm taking back to the uh, the compactor scene in New Hope, and that's, I just feel like you're there. <laughs> just, walls are caving in. What's she gonna do? Um, so you talked about some of the events you do, like when stadiums have Star Wars night, you were just at city field for the Mets. Um, you've done, I'm sure I've seen pictures of other, uh, similar arenas and things like that in the area. You go to like libraries, Star Wars day, I'm sure schools, all that kind of stuff. You don't make money. Mm-hmm. As you said, this is all volunteer for fun. Are there people though, who are hoping to make some kind of a career out of this either like through exposure or Instagram advertising, or is everyone that's doing this, Just in it for the good times.
1: I think in the larger sort of cosplay world, from what I gather, there are uh, people who make a living at it or people make money at it. And it's usually women who don't wear a lot of clothing. Mm. So I find that in my profession, too. (laughs) You'll see someone on Instagram. You're like, wow, their costumes are great. How do they have 70,000 followers? And you scroll down like, oh, because there's pictures where they're not wearing a costume or anything. Voila. So... There's also, but there's people that, uh, you know, I have a friend I met at New York Comic Con. Um, he does, I think he does really well. He, he gets sponsorships, like he's sponsored by Singer or, you know, people get deals with companies that make things. So I think there are are ways to make a living. I don't have, I'm, I'm, I just really don't have any idea. Um, I'll see if you go to a convention. I don't actually go to a lot of conventions, but there will be cosplay guests. Like we'll be signing autographs and taking photos. Again, wow. not a world I know a lot about, but I would think they wouldn't be there if they weren't being compensated. So I know I'm answering every question like a question. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't really, I, I'm, I don't really know a lot about that world. Uh, I've made no money. I have spent a ton of money. So yeah. What percentage that's what
0: of like your budget, you've got food, you've got, you know, the rent, <laughs> the mortgage, how much of the pie chart every month goes to Star Wars stuff?
1: I don't know. I don't actually want, even really want to think about it. Um, <laughs> but the sight, costumes can be pricey. They can range. I've, I think I've, the, the cheapest one was probably like a Leia because I made the dress and the boots are off eBay. I made the belt. You know, the hair is just extensions and you you wind it up. Maybe that's a couple hundred dollars. Wow. But then I think of, you know, I'm Jen Urso from Rogue One is kind of my thing. I've made sure that's screen accurate everywhere and I've. Bought duplicates of things. That's probably closing in on on four figures on that one. But that's nothing compared to what, like, the Vaders or the Boba Fetts do. I mean, those those costumes are an insane amount of money.
0: Yeah, I've seen some guys actually make their own, like, jet pack for Boba Fett. I'm like, how do you even have the permits for that kind of stuff that you're strapping on your
1: back? And how much does and that and cost? And there's so many – I don't know that costume that well, so I'll probably get some things wrong here. But there are so many little details on that, I, I gather. That there's like vintage dental tools and things hanging on it that the guys will go crazy hunting down the actual thing that they used in 1980 when they were building that costume. So it can get, it can get pricey. But then you see it in person. There's a guy here in New York, J.C. Fett um, who, his Boba Fett is incredible. You see it in person. And you're like, he walked right off the movie set. It's amazing. So. And that's
0: what he does it for. I'm sure. is that moment where someone exactly. sees and says, yep, you freaking nailed it, man. Nice job. Uh, right. But your your husband, he just keeps the one outfit and you're the one that always changes or does he actually do different stuff too?
1: No. Yeah. He's found his spirit animal. He is director Krennic. As a media executive, he I guess identifies with that kind of management, wearing a suit, very formal style. So it's hard to pry him out of that one. I'm one. I, I kind of like to mix it up. You know, I like I like to I like to wear them all.
0: Good, good for so. you. Variety is the spice of life. No matter what galaxy you come from. Um,
1: and I like having a helmet on too. I like oh. being able to just kind of zone out. Or roll my eyes at people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very important you know, to do, totally especially around here. And you can't
1: see, and that's that's fun too.
0: So that's great. So why why Star Wars? Why not something else? Why not uh, the Marvel Universe? Or why not some anime or some manga? What was it about Star Wars that uh, did it for you? And then how did you actually decide? Okay, I'm going to do this because it's pretty recent. So what what got you onto onto this side of things?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't know. I've always loved it since I was a kid. Um. I I don't know why that over other things. I, I think costume wise, I've really always been attracted to the design of it. I've had, there are big coffee table books about the costumes that I've had for years, even before I decided to ever actually do it. Um, I don't know. There's something about that design, that universe, that future, but still kind of old and worn and dirty. That's just, I don't know, aesthetically really appealing to me. I, um, I guess it was Halloween. It started as a Halloween costume. What is that? 2016. That would be the year after the force awakens came out, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and the force awakens, it's such a dumb cliche thing to say, but it also awakened that fandom in a lot of people. I mean, here came, here came a new movie that was actually really good. And that was like, Oh yeah, Star Wars. People just got excited again. So I did, I made a ray for Halloween. And in the research online, you kind of stumble into these communities and, you know, what went into that costume when you say, oh, there's, there's this other level of stuff that's not like going to Ricky's New York City and ripping a bag and putting it on, you know? So it kind of started from there. And then I decided to build it to, you know, screen accurate standards. And then it just, I was addicted. I was just hooked, you know? Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Because most people, <laughs> oh, Halloween, let me
0: just go to the store and get whatever the off the shelf is thing. But once you go through that looking glass, there's no no turning back. There really
1: isn't. It, someone says it's like a tattoo. Like, doing your first costume is painful, but then you can't stop getting them. <laughs> I guess. <Yeah. laughs> um, so any... And because Ray had some fun things, too. She's actually wearing a vintage British signal satchel from World War II on her hip that's cut down in a specific way. So... They love the
0: attention to detail on, like, just you mentioning stuff like that, just blows my mind. It's so crazy, and to think that thousands of people are doing this around the world, it's so, it's so cool.
1: It's it's cool, and it's also kind of kind of crazy. These are uh, like bags that were worn by soldiers in World War II, and they've made it back sixty years later, and now women are cutting them up to dress up as a plastic space lady. It's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird, but it's, it's, weird, it's, cool but it's, a, weird, it's a good weird. But... Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, Not it's like anything that'll
0: get you arrested or, you know, uh, found on Craigslist for doing any weird stuff. <laughs> so you're staying in a good lane.
1: It's totally fine. Um, I guess. I mean, you still you cut that stuff up and you're like, should I be cutting this up? But uh, I guess yeah, it's just sitting in a, in a surplus store. And so, I don't know.
0: Mm. I find that fascinating, though.
1: Anytime when they discover stuff that's used and it's a thing in the world, I don't know. I find that super interesting. Like, I think it was in one of the the prequels. I think it was The Phantom Menace. That communicator they're using is actually just a a Lady Gillette razor that they spray painted.
0: I had no idea. I'd never heard that before.
1: It's just, I don't know. That stuff's just weird to me and kind of fascinating. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, well, because you think Hollywood designers are, are... prop people that they have access to all this amazing stuff they'll just make something new if they can't get it but then you find out really that a lot of hollywood is stuff like that let's find a razor spray paint it and that kind of looks like it'll do and then movie magic it it works
1: what i like too about about what they've been, what they've been doing lately is going back to them because you're right you're absolutely right And right now especially with 3d printers you can make anything and any of us can make anything. But because I think because in the 70s and the early 80s they didn't have that stuff and they were repurposing things, there's they're going back to that way of doing things because it looks like Star Wars. That's what right. they did in the 70s, so that's what we're doing now to rec- recreate that universe. I just find that really cool.
0: Yeah, it's an aesthetic. It's it's a tactile aesthetic that you know CGI can't replicate and something if you're making something new that's supposed to look kind of old, why not just do that repurposing thing and make it look old from Jump Street, which makes it a lot more authentic. Ex-
1: Exactly. And I think the eye can tell the difference a little bit. Yeah. Maybe not.
0: I think we're sophisticated enough visually as consumers. We can, <laughs> we can tell. Even if we don't know, somewhere subconsciously, uh, we can. Right. For sure. So if someone wants to get into this, any advice that you would give? Because you're still pretty new in the game, so I'm sure the, the memories of struggles you had or uh, indecisions in trying to do you know, costuming, not full-time, but as a full-time hobby or passion project... What would your advice be for someone that maybe wants to take that next step and go from just costume shopping at the store to actually creating, getting involved in this world, showing up at these events, becoming part of this community?
1: Um, wow, That's a great question. I, I, I would say just make sure you're having fun. If it gets to the point where you're, you're it's too much and the detail and the money you're spending, this is not fun. Like don't do it, and and you don't have to join these legions. I think to enjoy wearing a costume, you can wear a costume and go to a local convention, have a great time. You don't have to get caught up in this screen accurate thing. Because I'll be honest, there's some there's some assholes in this community that are like elitist and like your stormtrooper boot isn't the right whatever. You know, it's just like it's exhausting. So not everyone has to be that way. So I'd say number one. Have fun no matter what you're wearing. That's I can't emphasize that enough. And don't get caught up with assholes. But if you're like, no, I want to make it amazing and I want to join these groups and I want to be on the field at Yankee Stadium and I want to, you know, make kids smile at a hospital, you know, you reach out to your local garrison. Like here it's the Empire City Garrison or it's the Echo Base Rebel Legion and, and reach out and everyone's really helpful and there are costumes that are simpler than others. To some you can almost just buy every piece and you're good to go. So, you could start there as sort of a gateway costume and then build your dream, or you could build your dream, you know. But the people are great, most of them. And so, yeah, Yeah. just get, you you know. If you
0: find me the one community of anything that does not have at least one or two assholes, I've got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. So, I think you're going (laughs) to run into that. That's a great point. Every group's got them. Right. But it's, I think it's it's hard when
1: people work so hard on their costumes and they love them and then to be told. No, that's not good enough. It's, you know, yeah, it, sucks. I, I, it, it sucks. And it's not that, again, it's not that it's not good enough. It just isn't for this particular individual set of like criteria. Doesn't mean you can't have fun. Doesn't mean you can't wear it. Doesn't mean you can't, you know, go be a Star Wars. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so. think, go be a Star Wars. I love it. <laughs> Um, Well, the whole reason that I wanted
0: to call you, or the reason I wanted to call you for this, but the reason I say that I was inspired to call you was because we've got the movie coming out this week. Uh, Solo is dropping. What are your feelings on it? There was a lot of worry over the last year. It was kind of a secret, you know, everything's falling apart on set, some of the rumors. Now early reviews are saying that it's actually pretty damn good. Uh, I haven't seen anything early leaking or anything like that yet, but... As someone who's deep into this world, what's the community feeling like? What are you personally feeling like? What are the emotions before, uh, before our new installment comes out?
1: I don't, I don't know if I can speak for the community. I know because they were even all over the map with The Last Jedi which I enjoy just fine, but there's people that hate it. Mm. So with Solo, I mean, it's it's so all over the map. I'm going in with super low expectations. I expect it to be a dog. So when it's going to be just fine, and I'm sure it's going to be just fine, I'm going to be like, this is great. What a great <laughs> time. You know? It's I, I think I, they picked a hard one. I mean, Han Solo is Harrison Ford. so yeah. It's really hard to separate. So I wish they had picked maybe an easier like. Way to go into these, but so you just—I think you just got to relax and have a good time. I think it's going to be a good ride. Looks like there's a some sort of heist in there. That's fun. Chewbacca's in it. Everyone loves that guy. Donald Glover is
0: Lando. Like sign me up just oh for that. Gosh, that alone exactly. will be worth the price Sandy of the edition, I, think. I
1: mean, love her. She looks like she's going to be a badass in this movie. So I just think I think it's going to be completely harmless and fine and a nice ride. And it won't ruin your childhood, and it won't ruin (laughs) your experiencing any other movie that has these characters in it. So, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there were problems on set. I'm sure most movies have problems on set. This one obviously got a lot more attention because it's Star Wars. Of course. But my expectations are low because I think it's going to be just a great ride.
0: Are you a, a midnight screening first night person or not that anymore? Just go whenever you can finally make it.
1: Um, well, I don't think they do that anymore since, you know, some, uh, people bring guns into theaters. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, It's like 6 PM now. Yeah. Yeah, New world.
0: That's that's where we live. So I'm doing 6 PM on Thursday. But so you are still the first available screening person. Yeah. I love it. Keeping the passion. I love it. Cause me, like (laughs) that, that used to be me.
1: I want to start finally reading stuff. And so the earlier I get to see it, then I can finally go back in and you know, break the embargo, self-impose, and go read everything that I've been trying to
0: avoid. Right, it's, I did, I went through the exact same thing just recently with uh, with Avengers with Infinity War. Because so I go see all those movies like right away, and the friend that I go see them with, she couldn't see them until uh, see it until Sunday, and I was like, ah, oh, I, I can't go on the internet. Like I'm seeing all these websites I frequent all the time, or social media, and all these stories. I, you know, uh, this Easter egg uh, breaking down the the credit scene. Here are seven things you might have missed, and I want to get to all of them, and I can't until until sunday so I, i'm like you I, I like getting there as mo- early as possible
1: right and then you can just relax you yeah. know it you've seen it you can just relax and
0: you can chill you don't have to be on guard for spoilers every moment of your life um you talked about it at the top when we first uh jumped on the call this is our second star wars movie in uh six months and change uh the plan is now you know one every year either um a star wars story or something main canon chronologically are you feeling any fatigue yet? Are, are we getting close to oversaturation? Where are you on this spectrum?
1: Hmm. I'll I'll be honest. I wish it was spread out. Like, why can't it just be every May or every December? Because then we don't get another one till like December twenty nineteen. So we have this weird gap here. That's. I don't know. It's a little too early to say. I think one a year would be would be just right. So that's kind of what we're getting. But then we're gonna have this weird eighteen month thing after mm. solo. So um, I think this is a weird situation right here because there's still, you know, Last Jedi stuff is in the stores still. Yeah. Whatever stuff like families buy, like toys and things. So that's weird that this one's coming out. Like, wait, are we – you know this one just came out on video two months ago. Is this the same thing? I can see how it's confusing. So, yeah, I'm not oversaturated, but I, I, I would like them more spread out, I think. Yeah, so. I
0: think uh, anticipation is a lost art in media nowadays. Uh, but as long as we keep going to see these things and they're making money, we're getting what we ask for with our wallets. So we'll see. That's true. Um, I am a little bit worried that, you know, come five years from now, not just Star Wars, but all these cinematic universes, the Marvels, the Harry Potters, uh, I mean, they're going to keep giving it to us down our throats until we're sick of it. And I, I feel like eventually we have to get to that point. It's unavoidable. Just hopefully it's later rather than sooner.
1: And I think there's... There's some. It makes it more special when it's not yeah. all the time, yeah. you know. Um, I don't. I'm not. I the Marvel movies are fine. I I've, I fear I don't know them as well or haven't seen most of them. But it just seems like there's one out in the theater all the time. Like is there like another three, one just now? There's like a Deadpool movie out right now. Just didn't.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Like that's there's so there's always you can go to the theater any day of the week and all year long, and there's one in the theater at any given moment. And it feels like and I. I don't know. That's not how I was raised. Like, it was a movie went, and then you had to wait three years for the next one. I, don't I know.
0: I know. It was three years. And now, uh, you know, Black Panther, which was the last Marvel one before Infinity War, was still in theaters when Infinity War came out. I could have gone and seen one and then literally the other right after it in the same theater because they came out three months apart. Uh, it's, it's insane. I, I blame Twitter and our short attention spans. It's affected, ruined everything. But as long as the movies are good and fun, I'll keep going. I'm sure That's true.
1: Content is king, as you That's know. It. So if it's good movies, you can have one every day. That's I'll, I'll very, watch them. So
0: very true.
1: Um, all right, Jen. Well, this has been a fun chat, but we're not done yet because
0: I end every show uh, with the same two segments with everybody. And the first one is called "Turn the Tables." Even though it's my show, I let my guests uh, ask me a question. So you don't have to. You can turn it down if you'd like. But this is your chance if you want to ask me something. It can be about anything. It can be Star Wars. It can be uh, my love life, my diet, uh, anything you want. Uh, it's Nothing's off limits. So if you'd like to, go ahead. Here's your shot.
1: Well, I'll just stay on theme, I guess. Sure. If you could dress up as someone from any Star Wars movie, what costume would you pick and why?
0: Damn it, you stole one of my later questions. I was going to ask you to recommend me a costume, but you, you get oh, right to well, it. Oh,
1: well, it might be a different answer.
0: Maybe. Okay, so we'll save yours for a minute from now. Okay. Mine, um, hmm. I've thought about this before. It's like, you know, it's, it's something that when you watch Star Wars, any of them, you're like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to be that person. Um, I feel like maybe late period Luke or like Obi-Wan, something Jedi for sure. I, lo- I love the robe. Yeah, so I you're a really lightsaber cool. guy? I'm a lightsaber guy. I love the lightsaber. I like the robe. It seems very comfortable. Uh, I like the okay. coolness of like being able to put your hood up and just kind of, you know, snakily shift through the universe, um, you know, mind controlling people. Uh, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Anything. I definitely want to be a good guy. I don't think I can go, you know, dark side. I did not think Vader or stuff like that. I've done Vader before. I did it once for a, a talk show I hosted, but that was like a, a, a off-the-party rack, you know, twenty-dollar costume. So, and even that, it was just I don't like my face being covered. It was hot. I felt evil. Not for me. Um, so yeah, some kind of Jedi Master with the cloak and a lightsaber. And all the other, you know, accoutrement that would come with something uh, professionally done. So that's, that's what I'm going to go with, I think.
1: That's funny you'd be a Jedi. That's not what I would pick for you. Um, oh, wow.
0: well, let's sort of jump right into then the fun five. That's how I end every show. Five quick, fun questions designed for you and you alone. So question one, what, what would your costume for me be from the Star Wars universe? What would your choice be?
1: See, I was thinking from the newer films, I can see you as like a Poe Dameron. In, but in the pilot outfit. Oh, I, I like that. Okay. I can work with yeah, that. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's, uh, like, he's authoritative and he's kind of, he, he's funny. You know, he has, like, some hilarious lines. Like, when he's talking with Hux at the beginning of The Last Jedi. That's where I see you, man, behind the, see that X-Wing in, in the orange. Or the red, rather.
0: Mm, I appreciate it. And, and then know, giving it to Holdo on the bridge. That's... Not- now that I think about it, you know, my dad was in the Air Force for thirty plus years, so I've got maybe some pilot blood in me. Um, I, I am hilarious, uh, so yeah, I could pull off the one-liners like you said. And uh, when I when I do grow my hair out, it kind of does do the Oscar Isaac thing. So maybe that it has a little curl to it. it. Does. Yeah, interesting. All right, I was thinking that.
1: physical resemblance. I was just thinking like your attitude and in a good way, your cockiness, like your self-assuredness. I could see you behind the sight of an X-wing pilot. Doing darren missions.
0: Hey, so. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Someday I'll be a the Jedi. Rebel they're
1: quiet. They're boring. They're like Buddhist monks. They're just.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It'd be like a season my values,
1: but that's yeah, what, yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't see you as that. <laughs> I saw you as that guy. All
0: right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, okay. Now I got some options. If I get into this world, I'll have like multiple avenues I can go down, which which is always good to have. Uh, question number two in the fun five. This may be a quick answer. Hopefully this may be a long answer. Maybe we'll just have to trim it down. We've had the nine canon Star Wars movies, right? So aside from the anthology stories, so not Rogue One, nah, not Solo, which obviously we haven't seen yet. How do you rank the nine canon Star Wars wide releases? By your favorites. Not necessarily which one is, like, cinematically best, but which are your top... You can rank all nine. You can give me, like, a top three. What's your personal picks?
1: Right, eight. Right, not to correct you, but there's Eight. Uh, Unless so, you put Rogue One in there, which I will happily do. Sorry, dare. yeah,
0: no, you're you're totally right. Yeah, um, sorry, yeah, do Force Awakens, to... Last Jedi. Oh. So there are eight. Yeah. Okay.
1: Right. Um. Okay, let's do it. Uh, number one is Empire Strikes Back. Number two, uh, I know, the Force Awakens. Then the original Star Wars, New Hope. Um. Uh. Then Return of the Jedi. Then the Last Jedi. And then the prequels in. Uh, reverse order of uh release, so return of the Sith, and the other two, whatever. Clones,
0: <laughs> clones and Phantom Menace. The clones
1: and then the Phantom Menace, yeah. All right.
0: Let's, let's throw Rogue One in there for kicks. Where would you where would that start? Oh, for? Rogue
1: One, man, that's like number two. I love Rogue One. Wow. Rogue One trash all the way, yeah.
0: Love it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, question number three: Who's got the best lightsaber in Star Wars history?
1: Ooh. Uh I guess cl- I'll go the classic one that spanned the whole, all three generations. Um, Anakin became, Luke's became Ray's. I guess that one.
0: Let's go with your, your OG, like the Air Jordan yeah. 1 sneaker of lightsabers. I do like, I like the bad guy ones. Kylo Ren's is great and uh, Darth Maul's, the, like the double-ended one. Mm. Super cool. But you can't go wrong with the classic. That's a good answer. Um, question number four, uh, the great thing about the Star Wars universe and the galaxy is that we get to see so many worlds and planets, so if you could live on any planet featured in a Star Wars movie, which one would you choose to make your residence?
1: What? These are great! wow, uh, hmm, uh, I guess maybe the Yavin 4, the base that was in the original Star Wars and Rogue One, it just seemed really green, and...
0: Nice beach weather, yeah, some water, good time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, I never, I have never thought of this. Like, Really? Was I'm always like, oh, do I want to
0: live in Cloud City? Do I want to, like, Tatooine looks terrible? Like, I Oh my gosh, Cloud
1: now. City, that's my answer. What a great answer.
0: Oh, you changed, all right. So Cloud, Cloud City is your choice. Oh my gosh. All right. It does seem very, very uh, ex- extravagant and a nice uh, nice high life. It's like the Upper West Side of the Star Wars galaxy. Um, question number five. And the view. Time. And the view, yeah. The views of everything. It's incredible uh question five who shot first
1: oh my gosh han what kind of questions are these
0: just want to make sure just want to make sure <laughs> jen thanks so much for chatting
1: tell everyone oh what you're so welcome
0: thanks oh, for having me my How pleasure is this? this is great and uh i'll have to text you after i we see solo this week i'll see it probably after you but uh no spoilers and then we'll have to have a little deep dive and check into that but thanks so much for, for chatting. Let everyone know where they can find out more about you, um, the, the community you're in, the groups that you're in, uh, the 501st, anything like that.
1: Uh, go ahead, plug away. Oh, my oh gosh. I mean, like I got mentioned, my Instagram, I'll do it again. It's Jen underscore Markham. Um, the 501st is at 501st.com. And you can go to Rebel Legion, which is rebellegion.com.
0: All right, beautiful. Well... Thanks so much, Jen. I really appreciate it. And thanks to you guys for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, like, download, all that fun stuff. And you'll also go to MikeJanella.com, where you can find out in all previous episodes, you can take a listen to those you may have missed in the past, or you can also find out the uh, information about the great outro music you're hearing right now. Well, Jen, until next time, may the force be with you. And also with you. (laughs) And also with you guys listening. Thanks so much. I'll do even better next time. See ya.